Enjoy the convenience of seven days a week banking and extended hours with Cube from First Arkansas Bank and Trust. Member FDIC. Need to learn more. Live from the Hogs Meat Market Studios, this is Out of Bounds. Me personally, I feel like, you know, coming in, I feel like it was going to be challenging. Like my first day of uh, lifts, I was like, uh, I got to do this for a couple, three months. I don't know, but I got used to it. Uh, you know, everybody brought me in, the family, uh, the receivers, the coaches, the defense, you know, Jadon Wilson, you know, we went to high school together. So me coming here, I was kind of more, I was more comfortable than I was, you know, if I had to go to another school or anything like that, but I'm, I'm very glad I came here. Yeah, yeah. With John Neighbors. Every time you put a mic in my face, I'm going to say Arkansas. And Joe Franklin. We won't go into shell. We won't go into attack mode. Because that's what's required. On 1037 The Buzz. to go. Appreciate everybody listening in on this beautiful day here in the great state of Arkansas. John Neighbors, Joe Franklin, broadcasting live from the Hogsmeade Market Studios with you today. And thank you, as always, for making us a part of your afternoon this afternoon. It's been an easy Friday show, so we've had plenty of things going on in the sports world. Got the Masters going on right now, and it's been a busy week for Razorback basketball, too, and even baseball starting up. So definitely staying busy here on Out of Bounds and we're going to continue to talk about all things sports and all things Arkansas, let's be honest, as we go to the Jones and Sun Diamond and Bridal Fine Jewelry Online and welcome in Steve Sullivan of KATV. And Steve, as always, appreciate you joining us and uh, glad that you were able to make it through the storms okay. How are you doing this afternoon? Yeah, I feel blessed and I feel a little guilty that I didn't have damage because uh, some people in my neighborhood really got whacked and uh, really feel bad for all those people because it's a... <laughs> life-changing event and it's uh it's just sad to make the drive down the road now and it's uh to give you an idea how random those tornadoes are uh i knew it had passed my house because it got it, it just you know i had no rain nothing and so i um i decided i had lost power and i said i was gonna go to work so i just drive down just go up bridge pass and I take a left on breckenridge and trees are are just covering the road and it's dark and I had no idea there was devastation that close to the house. And that just shows you how random these tornadoes are. I mean, they could hit one side of the, you know, it seemed like there was a disaster all around us. We didn't get hit. But uh, you feel almost guilty in a way. <laughs> Those people are suffering and you're not. Sully, how, how were you able to make it into work that day um, because of damage all around and you had to take some, some detours on the way in? Um, we know that there was a lot closed down and, there were street lights out and, and stop lights out. So uh, how, did, how were you able to get in, and what, what direction did you have to go in to make the work? Well, the only way to get to work was to go, uh, you know, 430 south and then hit 630 and go over Chester and get down Cantrell that way because Cantrell was closed if you go. You know, the McDonald's had damage, and that stuff was, you know, every both sides had damage to that road and on Cantrell, and they had that closed, and Breckenridge was closed. And uh, Breckenridge is just tough to drive down anyway because, you know, there's, um, you know, there's, there's, there's people with continuous work and, and it's just, uh, and, it, and it's, it, I went down one night just to check on the way back from work to just, you know, check the overall damage in Breckenridge. And it was like you were in a maze because you, you, you totally lose your reference point. It's just debris, you know. Uh, so high up on both sides of the road you can't see the stop signs and it's uh, it's just an eerie feeling because you you you, you don't know where you are you're kind of like in a maze just going around and uh, it's just uh it's changed a lot of neighborhoods there's nothing worse now than driving uh rodney Parham getting on 430 to go to 630 and looking to your right seeing walnut valley and that devastation i mean that is crazy to go from you know, interstate all the way over to Shackleford with damage. But, uh, you know, just you just never anticipated anything like this 
hitting West Little Rock like that. Well, and so in, and in times of this, too, it's just, I'm sure, been awesome for you and awesome for everybody just to see the amount of help and support and efforts that's been putting into, uh, you know, trying to bounce back from all of this, whether it's just volunteers or uh, great causes and great l- relief efforts. It's That's kind of the silver linings in something like this is you never want to see it happen, but you always see the best out of people, too, whenever uh, the response is needed to be there. Oh, you see so many great stories, and, you know, and that that's part of this state, you know, and the churches that get involved, and I saw the number of volunteers signing up was like 1,400 for, you know, I think Saturday to go to um, Walnut Valley and work there, and uh, it's it's just, uh, you know, you, you said it right, you know, uh, at the worst times, you know, the best come out in people, and you even see it in sports, too, with, um, you know, Jacksonville lost its baseball field, and Cabot is one of the schools that stepped up and gave them their field. And they've been rivals over the years, <laughs> Jacksonville and Cabot, yet, you know, they're neighbors now. And uh, the Jacksonville coach, you know, Jack did a story there that said, you know, every school was reaching out wanting to help them. And uh, I, I think that's the kind of um, community we have. It's more of a community than a state, I think, in Arkansas. You know, when someone's down, you know, everybody's eager to help. There's been a lot of efforts in the area of uh, Colony West, and there are parts of the shopping center there at Colony West that are going to have to be torn down and completely reconstructed. Yeah, and I feel bad for, you know, uh, I'm able to go, you know, it's really wild. You you get in a rhythm in life where, you know, Kroger is not a local grocery operation, but they are a, a neighborhood grocery if you live in that area. You know, and I would go to the circle k every day and get a coke and then go over i, I, I was regular mcdonald's mcdonald's is open now again and then kroger grocery store and um and for some people for, that are older than me a little older than me it, it's really tough when you you know your grocery store is gone for a while and on how long kroger's going to be down and uh that's that's a minor deal i guess for some folks but uh you know it's changed the rhythm for a lot of people that live around there and depend on their local grocery. And it's, it's going to be, be a while for probably Kroger and some of those other businesses. And then and then some of those homes that were almost totally destroyed, you know, they're going to make decisions. And uh, what a long road back. And we're going to watch it. You know, I'm seeing it all. and I'm seeing it kind of in Breckenridge now where they've done impressive cleanup. I mean, they're at the point now when you move the debris, they're probably going to be into the almost the rebuilding stage or really assessing what they're going to do with their property. And, um, you know, it's, uh, and I was talking to with Terry Hartwick and Northwood Rock Mayor came by the station and he, he was heartbroken at what, what's happened at, uh, Burns Park with all the trees. And, you know, they suffered significant, significant damage over there. Well, uh, Sully, I know that there's, uh, obviously a lot of that going on too, but, uh, also just on the sports side of things on lighter notes too, we have, uh, so much going on with, especially Razorback basketball. Where uh, since we last talked to you, you saw Devo that uh, entered into the NBA draft, but is retaining his eligibility if he wants to come back. Uh, we saw Ricky Council move on, but Jalen Graham announcing he's coming back as well as Joseph Pinion. He announced he's coming back, and it, it, it's just kind of interesting to see how this roster is uh, working itself out. But what have you thought of the uh, most recent players with the Razorback basketball team making decisions on their future? I think, like everyone else, I was surprised with Jalen Graham. Yeah, you know, because you know, from looking from the outside in, you know, you would think Jalen Graham would have been just really upset over his lack of playing time, considering his production at times when he shot almost you know sixty six or sixty seven percent from the floor and had some incredible games. And other times, you know, you, you know, he didn't get in the game. And, you know, this is a guy who had a lot of success in the Pac-10. You would think he would have wanted to move on, but he's one of the first to say, you know, he's staying. And, and it's, we really live in a weird time where, you know, just five years ago, we were in a situation where you pretty much knew by, you know, what year they were that, you know, they were going to stay. Now they have to, you know, even if they have to declare that they're staying, even like Joseph Pinion, you know, we'd assume a freshman's going to come back for his sophomore year, but he's, he has to go publicly out there saying, yeah, I'm going to stay. But Graham is the one who surprised me. And, you know, uh, you know, it, it obviously has to be a two-way street. The coaches want to keep you and you want to stay. So, Bus, uh, uh, you know, and you can see the skills with Graham. And, two, I think, 
you know, you got to fill your roster. You know, and he may not be, he may be a sixth or seventh fan, he may be a starter, but you got to fill all 13 spots. And sometimes it helps, you know, with guys who know their defined role. And I think he could be a great, you know, 25 minute game, a guy coming off the bench at sixth or seventh guy for this team next year. And, uh, but I was kind of surprised though. And, you know, you just, you know, Musk told, uh, Coach Z, you know, when he, when he, day one when he was in and they were talking, that he would take at least three transfers each year. And now you've got the portal rule where you can take these guys, you know, right away. So you would assume he's going to get at least four or five. And he's only picked up one so far. So it'll be interesting when the smoke clears what the roster looks like. But I have a hard time after the seeing, after the season we had, and, you know, you went eight and ten in conference play, and you made a run in the NCAA tournament, but that wasn't a a must-quality season, that he's going to stand pat with most of his roster. and uh, It'll be interesting to see the moves that come up. Trevin Brazil was probably the player that most people were excited about. He seemed to be really excited about Jalen Graham returning, and now we do wait to hear from some of the other players that are connected to this roster, Mitchell Twins, Anthony Black. Nobody expects him to return, but haven't had a word one way or another on him. Darian Ford, just to name a few. Yeah, Anthony Black is the interesting one because you just assume, you know, the 10th pick uh, a year ago got $4.8 million in his first year. And, 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 you know, those contracts go like 4.8, 4. 4.2, 4. 4.4. I mean, that's life-changing money. And you're taking the chance if you come back, and obviously you get paid well with the NIL, but what if you get injured? You know, and, and the possibility, just the possibility that, you know, you've lost out on what is life-changing money that I, you know, if that's his dream to play in the NBA draft. And but I'm just, you know, the more he waits, the more I, I, I wonder, and I don't think it'd be his decision, but I wonder that he might say that he's, he's entertaining the thought of say. And he, he's, he's the interesting one. And uh, Brazil was such a, a great piece because all we saw is that he has a chance to be a star. And I was afraid NBA teams, he'd be able enough to work out that NBA teams would, you know, come at him with a, a pretty good offer for a second-round pick. But I think he realizes his potential is probably a lot higher than that if he stays a year, another year. Speak with Steve Sullivan of KATV here on the Jones and Sun Diamond and Bridal Fine Jewelry Hotline. So, uh, Sully, as far as, of course, you brought it up, uh, the players that are that are coming and going and everything, but it certainly seems like maybe this offseason, Muss is going to work towards having more continuity. Now, that, that could just be a coincidence, and we'll have to wait and see how the roster settles, but we know after the past few seasons, haven't had much continuity to build upon. Do you think maybe that's something that, after this past season, Muss may want to have at least a little bit more of, more guys that have been in the program for at least one season instead of having to start fresh with a whole new squad? I have no idea how his mind works. You know, and I, I do think we'll never see him sign six freshmen again. You know? Hmm. <laughs> and, you know, that you look at the Mitchell Twins are interesting because those guys did everything that was asked this year. You know, and they're going to be 23-year-olds next year. And, you know, they don't take any ill-advised shots. I mean, they pretty much, you know, do what they're supposed to do. They rebound, uh, one block shots a little more, the other guy's a little better offensively. But they're they're an interesting piece, and I think the, the more we hear nothing from them, there's a good chance they're staying. And, uh, but I just have a hard time. You know, Musk has told me before, he said, it's hard to play for me for a year, that he's going to have all these guys back. It just doesn't seem the must way. He's a guy that's built on transition, both with teams and life, that he's going to stay with eight or nine, seven or eight players. I, I just don't see that happening, and I may be way wrong. You know, right now he has three new pieces. He has the two freshmen coming in and the uh, the transfer guard. And I, I think there'd be at least five, six, or seven new players. You know, and he may be, he may be shooting for grad transfers, too, that are guys that will be only there for a year. You know, this uh, kid they got from Washington is only a freshman, so he's going to be around a couple more years. Bayfall, one of those incoming freshmen, he was in the McDonald's All-American game, and now he's also going to be playing in the Nike Hoop Summit. And so uh, when you don't know a lot about these incoming players, the ones coming straight from high school, 
it's good to kind of see them in that setting to get a feel for their game and, and get a chance to see them play. Yeah, and I kind of taking a wait and see after what happened last year. You know, we put such high expectations on all our freshmen last year that it was almost hard to live up to their billing. And so I'm, I'm kind of backing up a step now and waiting, you know, to, to see them when they put the Razorback uniform on and, you know, what kind of impact they made. And uh, another one, I expect Jordan Walsh to come back, and I think he's a big piece, a great team guy. But nothing would surprise me with a the player these days. I mean, it's uh, I've seen times where there's guys that average – you know, eight points and two rebounds a game or six points and two rebounds a game. And, you know, a team will take a flyer on them in the second round because there's potential. And uh, you just never know. And um, but I think Walsh is a guy that will definitely be back. But I'm, I'm, I'm taking a wait and see on the freshman. I mean, we put so much pressure on that group almost to carry us this year. And um, it, it just didn't work out. We finished great. We had a great feeling. And, uh, Mr. March, as John was saying, he, he he gets it done, but, you know, no way we should finish 10th with that kind of talent. It just never, uh, for some way, just never clicked this year. Well, we know also, Sully, we were having some fun with it, that today, four years ago, was when Muss was actually hired at Arkansas, which is crazy to think it's already been four years. But uh, we were asking some of the listeners as far as, uh, what was their favorite moment, or at least the moment that stood out to them the most under the Muss era? Uh, there's been a lot to choose from, but when you think of just the past four years under Eric Musselman, what stands out to you, or maybe what are a few things that stand out to you? Well, I, I got the Gonzaga win is high up there because think about it. Here's a guy that you know, you know, probably the low point of his career when he was fired by Golden State. He's back out west. He's he's loving it, and he you know and. What a win for him to take down Gonzaga there. And, you know, the must, one thing Musk has given us, and, uh, you know, he's given us at the beginning of each season or the end of each season, we go to March Madness, the team, a, a, an opportunity to dream that anything's possible. And, um, you know, we even saw it this year. You know, we I think we were a victim of a bad draw. <laughs> we ran into Connecticut. It, 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 no telling how far we could have gone if we were in another bracket. You know? But, just having that ability to, you know, that you can have a, a, a real thought at the end of the season that this team can do damage. And we've had that, you know, uh, three of the last four seasons, you know. And we had the COVID, but, you know, it's, uh, they even were tough there. But uh, um, it's just a uh, – I just think as long as he's going to be at the University of Arkansas – we're going to be excited about the record, the roster he puts together. Then when we go into the tournament, we're going to be excited about the possibilities the team has. And um, he, He's just, uh, you know, for a guy who was, you know, the two knocks on him were he couldn't recruit freshmen and he wouldn't stay more than a year or two. You know, he won't, he's, a, he's just a mover, a guy, you know, that doesn't, doesn't settle. But he seems like, you know, all signs there, he goes for a 50s card. What are real expectations for this team year to year, knowing how the roster changes? And uh, it may have been a little bit unfair coming into this season to say that the team needed to get back to at least the Elite Eight or get to the Final Four because of the talent that was coming in. But uh, real expectations year to year for this team. Yeah, I think I think his expectations are to you know to you know Sweet Sixteen each year or uh, Elite Eight. You know, you can all you can do is. You know, it's a lot draw, it's a lot luck. There's so much goes on into winning, you know, the NCAA tournament. But you got to have a team probably playing its best at the end of the year. And I think he says something uh, throughout the season. You think it's coach speak, but I think he really means it. When, he, when he's asked about the team, he always says, I'm trying to get better. We're trying to get better. And I really, that's something I think is his aim. He does a lot of tinkering. And he wants this team, you know, to be ready come tournament time. And I think that was a great example with this team a year ago, uh, this year. That You know, I, I didn't think they'd do much damage in the tournament. And he got them playing. They were getting better in the NCAA tournament. And we saw with Connecticut, I, I, we, we didn't have the ceiling Connecticut had. <laughs> Even if we played well in that game, we weren't going to beat Connecticut. And that, that was true for a lot of teams, we found out. But... Uh, It'll be interesting. I think I think Musk 
you know, the expectations, you know, you look at the preseason polls, some haven't even the top 10. We're all, I think we're always going to be in the conversation because he's so good in this time with the portal. I mean, it is incredible that, that so many players have Arkansas in their final five. My fear is what if they all say yes at like the same time and calling? You know, what does he do? I mean, it's the countless players, I mean, of Arkansas in their top five. Narrowed it down to six. There's a Razorback graphic in there. I mean, they do such a great job in this uh, portal age of recruiting athletes. So before we let you get out of here, we know the Masters going on right now. Uh, have you been paying much attention to it? Just what are your thoughts on it so far? Yeah, I, I, I pay a lot of attention to it. Uh, you know, and uh, I just I just kind of get irritated that it, the coverage only starts at 2 o'clock. That, that kind of irritates me. And um, I, I do bet a little on golf. So I have, I, I'm zeroed in on a few players as it starts. And obviously I'm all over Tiger. And uh, he looked to be in a little pain yesterday. And I don't know what he's doing so far today. But, uh, you know, he's never missed the Masters cut as a pro. And it'd be interesting to see what he does today. And, um, you know, it's, it was an impressive leaderboard after uh, uh, one round. And uh, I've I, I become an interesting kind of a, a more of a Brooks Kepka fan after I saw his, I think it's Netflix or one of the, one of the, uh, pay, one of the pay services has uh, a feature on all the PGA golfers. They followed him like two years ago. Mm-hmm. And I love the Kepka piece. <laughs> <laughs> And they caught him in a rotten time, hmm. and you, you, you saw an honest look at him, and he was so honest. And uh, I, I, and that's the one thing about these behind-the-scenes things: you may not like a guy or a coach when you watch these. You know, they, when they embed in the like the HBO when they go behind the scenes with the teams, even if you don't like the team, you end up really liking the coach. Hey, Sully, we got to run, but we appreciate you coming on with us as always, man. More out of bounds coming up. Our care is a system of medical providers dedicated to bringing you the highest quality of health care. Our care, so you can live your story. Sports Center. The Arkansas Travelers opened up their season last night, beating the Corpus Christi Hooks 9-5. They'll be back at it again tonight with first pitch set for 7:05. Coverage for that game can be heard on 106.7 Buzz 2. Arkansas baseball will play two today as yesterday's game was postponed due to weather. Game one will start at 2 p.m. Coverage for that one can be heard on 106.7 Buzz 2. Game two will start approximately an hour after the conclusion of game one. It can be heard on the Buzz with coverage beginning at 6 o'clock. And in the NFL, the Aaron Rodgers to the Jets deal could be done on draft night as both sides are still working on draft compensation. Also, the Ravens are looking into quarterbacks in the draft as the Lamar Jackson contract and trade request is still playing out. I'm Christian Weaver with the Buzz Radio Network. It's the Sunday Buzz with Bill Vickery, Sunday is 10 to noon, presented by Local Insurance Services, Inc. Unsure if your medical coverage is right for you, recently lost, or had a change in health care coverage? Local Insurance Services, Inc. is here to help you with no-cost policy review. You can find them on the web under localinsuranceservicesinc.com. Bank OZK has always strived for excellence. During every economic storm, through every season of hardship, and despite every obstacle, We've reached for greater because we know to achieve excellence, you've got to keep pushing, keep building, keep growing, and just keep going. At Bank OZK, we're reaching for greater heights so you can be greater than you can imagine. Visit a branch or OZK.com today. Bank OZK. Greater awaits. Member FDIC. If you are a shelter insurance policyholder and have damage to your home, car, farm, or business due to the recent storms, please call 1-800-SHELTER. That's toll-free 1-800-743-5837. Or report your claim online at shelterinsurance.com. Early reporting of your loss will help shelter schedule adjusters to handle your claim. Take whatever reasonable steps you can to protect your property from additional damage and call 1-800-SHELTER to report your claim today. Emily and her friends were driving to a party, and they were texting. It's Jen. Oh, tell her we're on our way. Wow, get this. Tom's there. (laughs) Nobody likes being stopped by the police, but if I had seen her texting while driving and given her a ticket, 
It just may have saved her life. You drive, you text, you pay. A message from the Arkansas State Police Highway Safety Office. This is the Pigskin Preacher, bringing you the word. All around the world, people are in love with ice cream. In India, there's kulfi. In Italy, gelato. In Japan, mochi. Historians aren't sure who invented it, but we're all glad someone did. A staggering 9% of American milk production is dedicated to ice cream. Now that is a country with its priorities in order. Come on over to Doublebee's, where all kinds of terrific ice cream and icy cold treats await you. Those great chocolate chip ice cream cookie sandwiches? Check. Fudge sickles? Check. Drumsticks, push-ups, popsicles? You bet. Doublebee's and Clinton and Cabot even feature Baskin-Robbins. I scream, you scream, we all scream for ice cream. Doublebee's is your ice cream headquarters. Doublebee's, it's where you gas it, grab it, and go. That's Doublebee's. It's not just about the size of the meat, it's about where you get it from. So get it from Hogs Meat Market in North Little Rock. Hogs Meat Market, the steak people. You're listening to Out of Bounds with John Neighbors and Joe Franklin. He's lost his footing. Pena took it away from him. Joseph with the steal, gives it to Black. Hogs with numbers ahead to Council for a throwdown. Council with the dunk. Pena with the steal. On 103.7 The Buzz. It's a great time to get to Twin Peaks for happy hour, 2 to 7. Later happy hour, 10 to close. Enjoy all the food and drink specials that go along with it. Get a lunch combo starting as low as $7.99. If you want to take some food to go, you can order online, curbside, or to go. Courtesy of Postmates, DoorDash, and Uber Eats. Great drink specials during happy hour. Apps for $2, and $6. Get a limp bundle, fish and chips, bundled with a 22-ounce draft and other seafood options. Black and fish tacos, shrimp. Caesar salad and char grilled salmon. It's all available at Twin Peaks. Today is National Beer Day. Celebrate with taps, local crafts, ales, lagers, and seasonals, and also bourbon and brews. It goes on from 5 to 7, so there's some crossover with Happy Hour, which is 2 to 7, and bourbon and brews from 5 to 7. It's the bourbon and brews party every Friday from 5 to 7. Get barrel aged bourbon and brews from 5 to 7. From a sports standpoint, you can see the Masters into the weekend at Twin Peaks, and UFC 287 is tomorrow. Alex Pajaya taking on Israel Adesanya. It's the middleweight championship, and it's for the second time around where Pajaya got the win over Israel Adesanya, who was the champ at the time, and now they're going for it the second time around. Jorge Masvidal taking on Gilbert Burns, and that'll be tomorrow night on UFC 287 at Twin Peaks. So... A lot to celebrate with National Beer Day and a lot of drink specials, great food. It's all there at Twin Peaks. It's Twin Peaks. Eats, drinks, scenic views. It's an easy Friday show here on Out of Bounds. If you want in on the conversation, you can call or text in right now, 501-661-1037. A little Masters update. So uh, due to inclement weather, Augusta National, they were forced to suspend play at 3.07 Eastern Time, 2.07 Central Time. But then they resumed it at 3.28. So you're talking about a 20-minute weather delay, <laughs> which I'm sure has got to be frustrating for some of the golfers there, too. Saying, like, man, if you got into a groove or, or whatever and you're having to get suspended and it's just for that short period of time, that's got to be extremely uh, frustrating to deal with. But uh, they're back on. They're making it work, and they're uh, moving forward on it, too. And uh, also, for uh, the Razorback baseball fans out there, Arkansas is currently up 2 nothing on Ole Miss as uh, they are heading into the top of the third inning. And so uh, it was off of a Caleb Cowley two-run bomb that gave Arkansas the lead. But, uh, yeah, it was, uh, it's, it's been so far so good. But we'll keep you updated on that uh, as well. So, a lot of, again, this is great. we got Masters and Razorback baseball going on at the same time right now. I mean, what could be better in the sports world? That's for sure. Nothing. Nothing could be better. Uh, let's go back to the phone lines, though. Uh, J.K.'s in Fairfield Bay. What's up, J.K.? Hey, guys. I'm a Steelers fan, and I know Joe is. Could uh, Joe come on and and comment on what's going to go on this year with the Steelers and what Mike Tomlin's direction is going to be? And how about the quarterback? And I'll hang up and listen. Thanks, guys. Great show. Hey, appreciate it, J.K. Uh, now's the time that a lot of teams are doing their top 30 visits. And for the Steelers, they have a number of cornerbacks coming in for their official visits. Out of 30 
visits, they have eight cornerbacks coming in. So it's apparent that they are going to draft a cornerback sometime in the draft, and they have three of the top 49 picks. So you would expect that they're going to get a cornerback, if not in the first round, with one of those two picks they have in the second round. Also, they're looking deep in the offensive line. There have been some rumors about actually trading their best offensive lineman and James Daniels, who's their right guard. There have been some rumors about that. Uh, Don't know if that'll happen, but they are hosting a number of interior offensive linemen as well as some of the tackles and and defensive linemen. So they're going to go heavy with uh, offensive, defensive line in the trenches. They're going to go with a cornerback, and at some point, they may even take an uh, inside linebacker as well. So they have a lot of different options, a lot of different directions they can go in for the draft. Well, uh, also in the Asher Wrecker Live Fan Feedback, uh, this question for you, Joe, it says, do you think that there are any truth to the theory discussed on Tribe Time yesterday that the kids in state are announcing their intentions to stay so that the fan base won't trash them on social media and call-in shows if they're asked to leave? No, no, not that, um, that that's their reasoning for it. They just have their intentions, and that's what they – plan on doing now if something changes where the coaching staff says we're going to go in a different direction and all, all they can do is control what happens with them at this point and then if the coaching staff goes you know we're going to do something else then they have to move forward from there and and adjust yeah i don't think that there's any any truth to that too because it's like uh, you know these guys they obviously want to you know they want to play basketball they whether it's for arkansas or just in general they want to play and I, I just don't know if I buy into any of the, you know, stuff like that as far as, okay, well, even though I'm not coming back next year and they're going to ask me to leave, then I'm still going to put this out on social media. So that way, you know, when if I, everyone finds out that I'm not going to be back, they're, they don't come after me. Because here's the thing, like, when you've had guys transfer out, I don't, maybe I've looked at the wrong spots, maybe so, but, you know, I didn't see really anyone just rip K.K. Robinson for transferring out last year. Um, or Ethan Henderson, or you know, I didn't, I didn't get any sort of vitriol that was thrown at those guys when they decided to transfer out. Again, maybe I'm just looking at the wrong spots, but I feel like those players, if they didn't get any hate or vitriol for moving on, I sincerely doubt that. If again, this is just going off of for instances, but if it was Darian Ford or Pinion or Dunning or whoever, I just don't think anybody would go and rip them for transferring out because I think they understand the situation. They want to play. Yeah, absolutely, and. Um Players want to be happy, and if that's something that would make them happy, seeing a, a different setting and moving on, then that's, I mean, you have to respect their decision no matter what it is. That's right. Curious Gan also says on the Asher Record Life Feedback, says, hey guys, what happens when a player announces their intentions to stay, but coach has different intentions? Do you think they seek out coach's permission before announcing any of their intentions? They do have conversations prior to that. Yeah. So, yeah, that's part of the process, and that's why... We hear from certain players, and, and you know, it's, it's a step-by-step. You're not going to hear from all the players all at once. They have to sit down and kind of discuss what they're going to do and what the intentions are for the team, for the player, and go from there. And uh, it's a forever-changing process also. Yeah, because I would, again, we're, we're looking at it through the lens of these players who, have, they're, they're pretty self-aware. And this is a basketball team that has, you know, 12 guys on it, essentially. So it's not like it would take forever for them to have conversations with coaches or it's like, oh, you know, I got to wait a couple of days because they got to meet with all the other guys first. It's something that's been ongoing and, and Muss and the staff. And it's not, again, it's not even just Muss. It could be anybody on the staff. I'm sure that they've talked to him about it too. Like they wouldn't, I would be shocked if they had any sort of deal where someone came out, says I'm returning without ever even having the indication from the coaching staff whether or not they'll be welcome back. Like, no. I, they're not going to do that. No. This no. Make, doesn't make any they sense. They have those conversations. But it seems like uh, the players that are the most secure are the walk-ons because you only have so many scholarships, 13. And if you're a walk-on, you don't have to worry about that because you're not on scholarship. So if one of those guys said, hey, I'll be back next year, of course they still have to have conversations with the coaches. But – those are the ones that are probably the most secure because they're not worried about a scholarship. Yeah, Kate Arbogast out there and Lawson Blake yeah, sticking with the team. Hopefully they stick with the team because, uh, yeah, you need the walk-ons. You need them to add stuff to the mix there, too. Uh, first Arkansas Bank Interest text line. Uh, this comes from the 870. says, I think Battle would help the basketball team. Well, yeah, there's no question about that. But he also has Joe Tyree Kills talking smack to KC. How do you think that matchup is going to go for him? Well, as far as individually, now Tyree Hill, there's not many that can stop him. 
especially with his speed and getting behind the defense. Now, if you're talking about the Dolphins against the Chiefs, as long as Tua is healthy and in the lineup, we see how explosive the Dolphins are from an offensive standpoint. So we're talking about a game that could go back and forth, but at this point you would have to give the upper hand to the Chiefs because they are the defending Super Bowl champs, and we know that they play to a level where they're in a mix to compete for championships every year. Uh, this is from a different 870. we got a lot of texts coming in, so keep them coming, folks. Uh, it says, using all of y'all's college basketball knowledge, what, what is a could-never-actually-happen dream scenario for Razorback basketball involving players leaving and players available in the portal? Like, what would that 13-man roster look like? Kind of like, what would you do if you won the lottery version of next year's Razorback basketball team is what I'm looking for. Well, I mean... <laughs> Yeah, just get. I don't know if you're talking about specific players, but if you're talking about maybe just types of players, I mean, you you would love to have uh, a great distributing point guard who's really good at defense. You'd love to have, uh, you know, a great shooting guard that can and hit threes and, and score it anywhere on the court. You'd love to have a a long wing player that can play great defense and, uh, you know, be kind of a, a swing guy. And then uh, you'd love to have a guy like a Trevin Brazil who is tall and has the ability to play down low, but it can also go outside. And then you'd also love to have maybe, again, just use them as an example, but like a Hunter Dickinson where he's just a physical player that can kind of do it all and uh, be really great defensively. I mean, again, if that's what you're looking for, everybody would want that, but that's kind of the players that I feel like you would be feeling pretty good about and have a good situation where, uh, regardless of what happens, you'd be a team contending for a title. Have multiple shooters also. We saw that was the case with a team like UConn. We know that they have some of the players that shoot better from the outside and shoot threes better than other players on the team, but they had so many of those type players that they were all threats. It's not like you could count on trying to take one player away. It would open it up for other players that are capable of knocking down that shot also. So the more shooters you can have, it's always going to be helpful. And another 870 says, and in the scenario where the Twins wanted to stay but must didn't want them back due to getting better options in the portal, what would their options be? Would they be forced to go somewhere else and sit out a year? Hardly would seem fair. No, no. They would be able to move on, and then in that case, Arkansas would give the okay for them to transfer and, and get to the next destination. So they would get that waiver from the school. Like Coach Z mentioned, mm-hmm. that at that point, the school basically has to say, yeah, we didn't we didn't want these players anymore, so they are available and they're eligible to play right away. Yeah, and and, go, and going back to this whole point of when people were bringing up earlier as far as the social media aspect and, and saying you know saying you're coming back, but before the coaches have even talked to you or anything like that, if you want a great indication of how that definitely is not the case, is the fact that the Mitchell twins have been wanting to come back. Like their 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 parent her mom has been tweeting for a while now. They want to be on the team next year. And you haven't heard anything from them. So, you know, if they wanted to say they wanted to be on the team, they would have tweeted out, oh, hey, we're going to be back on the team. But then they get asked to leave. That scenario would play out that way. But it's not. Again, you've had people that have had those discussions saying they're coming back with the Mitchell twins. We don't know. We don't know what those discussions have looked like. Maybe they've said, hey, we'd like to have you back. And they're wanting to look at other options or vice versa. Maybe it's, hey, I don't think we're going to have a spot for you next year. But let's just wait and see. It's it's up in the air. We don't know what goes on behind the scenes. What makes it fun to talk about, but also uh, pretty crazy to try to envision and try to make sense out of as well. Uh, we're up against it, though. When we come back here on Out of Bounds, we're going to have your Rage Rog update presented by True Service. Get to hear from some of the new players for Rage Rack football. So they got to meet with the media yesterday, a few of the wide receivers, dealing with how everything's going for them in the spring and we'll also update you with Razorback Baseball and how their game against Ole Miss is going. It's all coming up next. You're on Out of Bounds, so stay with us. Greenway is your local source for John Deere equipment and implements. Now, we've made finding the perfect piece of equipment even easier. Shop our tractor packages online at GoGreenway.com. Till deeper with our down-to-earth package. Or save big with our Green Saver package. Need something with a little more muscle? Kick it up a notch with Greenway's Get In Gear package. We're here to support the DIYer in you. No matter what project comes your way, Greenway has you covered. 
RJ Hawk here with Chris Roberts from Southern Bank. Chris, we always talk about lending, but we never talk about those checking and savings accounts. You know, RJ, we have a complete line of deposit products from free checking to our competitive CD rates, all featuring our state-of-the-art online banking. And not to mention, you got a friendly face when you walk into Southern Bank. Just like the lending side, our retail folks do a fantastic job. Macy, Kristen, Courtney, and Vince are ready to talk to you about what Southern Bank can do for you. Visit them online today at bankwithsouthern.com or call them at 501-424-0900. Southern Bank, member FDIC. It's Justin Ankery, and I'm reminding you that Certipro is the only option when it comes to interior or exterior painting as far as I'm concerned. Having used them a number of times over the years, I'm about to get them on a new project. I got a new deck installed and about to get them to stain it and seal it and protect it for the future. That's what it's about. It's an investment in your future with Certipro Painters. You want to improve curb appeal, you want to improve the livability of your home, and you want to do it with people you trust who live locally right there in your community, then Certipro Painters is the answer. Each Certipro Painters business is independently owned and operated. Schedule your free estimate at Certipro.com. That's Certa with a C. Join the zone each Monday for Game Balls and Jock Straps. Brought to you by A Caddy's Touch Landscaping. Find out who made the best, average, and worst headlines in sports and entertainment each Monday as Justin Akery and Wes Moore give you their Game Balls and Jock Straps on the zone from 10 to 1. It's all brought to you by A Caddy's Touch Landscaping. 501 794 2770. Call today to get your landscape updated to a whole new level and be listening for Game Balls and Jock Straps only on 1037 The Buzz. My brother-in-law died suddenly, and now my sister and her kids have to sell their home. That's why I told my husband we could not put off getting life insurance any longer. An agent offered us a 10-year, $500,000 policy for nearly $50 a month. Then we called SelectQuote. SelectQuote found us identical coverage for only $19 a month, a savings of $369 a year. Whether you need a $500,000 policy or a $5 million policy, SelectQuote could save you more than 50% on term life insurance. For your free quote, call SelectQuote at 1-800-449-8811. That's 1-800-449-8811. Or go to SelectQuote.com. 1-800-449-8811. That's 1-800-449-8811. SelectQuote. We shop. You save. Full details on example policies at selectquote.com slash commercials. Hey folks, Wild Bill with Motorsports Authority right here in beautiful Hot Springs. Plus our location in Russellville, folks. I got Magic Mark sitting here beside me. You've been buying a lot of cars. The best inventory mark in a long, long time. That's right, Bill. We've looked in every nook and cranny and we've got the best inventory we've ever had. And don't forget, we buy cars. Come shop with us where your income tax return will go further at any one of our locations located in Hot Springs and in Russellville. And as always, you can visit us online at msastore.com. Take it back to the heyday of Motown Sound with the Four Tops, live on the Oakland stage Friday, August 25th at 7 p.m. Sing along with your favorite top 40 hits like I Can't Help Myself. Reach out, I'll be there. And Ain't No Woman Like the One I've Got. The Four Tops, live at Oakland Friday, August 25th. Tickets on sale now at oakland.com. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-522-4700. There's only one place to stop for the best in meats in Central Arkansas. It's Hogs Meat Market. Check out their monthly package deals of the best meats online at hogsmeatmarket.com. Hogs Meat Market, the steak people. You're listening to Out of Bounds with John Neighbors and Joe Franklin. Here's the pitch. A swing and a high fly ball way up in the air, way deep right field. Get out of here. Brady Slavens with a go-ahead home run. That ball could have seeded the clouds if there were any above Ballwalker Stadium. Second home run of the season. The Hogs have the lead in the fourth inning. On 103.7 The Buzz. Leather glove, no sequence. Buckles on the jacket, it's elite. Nike crossbody, got a piece in it. Got a dance, but it's really on some street. I'ma show you how to get it. It go right foot up. It's out of bounds here on an easy Friday show, and it's almost as easy on this show as it is buying a vehicle from Guadney Chevrolet in Jacksonville. They've been in business since 1957, and they are to this day still the premier family-owned Chevrolet dealership right off the Gregory Street exit in Jacksonville under the big American flag. You know, we all 
are driving in vehicles, and we all have different vehicles that we like to choose from. Some of us like the trucks, some of us like the SUVs, some of us like the full-size vehicles there. It doesn't matter, because with Guadney Chevrolet, you have your choice of a great inventory that they have over there to get the vehicle that you want at the price that you can't afford with their elite, and I mean elite, award-winning sales staff, as well as their great service department. So after you buy your vehicle from Guadney, Keep taking it on back because you're not going to get better service departments than what you're going to get with Guadney because the vehicles, you want to keep them going. You want to keep them maintained, and Guadney will help you out with that. They also have not only new vehicles, but pre-owned vehicles. Good enough for mom. What does that mean? Well, that means that you would not want your mom to drive a vehicle that is not in great shape and is not top of the top. And Guatney doesn't want that either. So that's why all of their used vehicles are going to be good enough for mom. So come experience just how easy the car buying experience is with Guatney Chevrolet on this easy Friday. 1301 TP White Drive in Jacksonville. Plus, you can always shop them at online at GuatneyChevrolet.com or give them a call today at 501-982-2102. That's Guatney Chevrolet and GuatneyChevrolet.com. Again, it's an easy Friday show here on Out of Bounds. As uh, we're just sitting here uh, hanging out, just kicking it, waiting until the weekend of sports going on, even though there's plenty of sporting events happening right now. The Masters is back resumed, so that's good to see after they were in a weather delay. Razorback baseball is still up 2-0 in the bottom of the third inning with two outs, so just waiting to see uh, what uh, that game's going to hold. It's kind of interesting. The weather there in Oxford looks fine, but as we know in pretty much every regard and sports, especially outdoor sports like baseball, uh, you, can, you can never be too cautious about it. But Arkansas just got the third out there. So heading to the top of the fourth inning, Arkansas taking care of business. Hunter Holland taking care of business, only giving up one hit so far. So having a great performance out of him. And that is a perfect, absolutely perfect transition as we got to give you your Razor Hog update presented by True Service. Guys, I've got just one thing I want to say to you. Touchdown, Arkansas! Arkansas wins the national championship! The Arkansas Razorbacks have completed the dream season! On by 90! This is your Razor Hog Update on Out of Bounds, presented by True Service Community Federal Credit Union, where they offer new mortgage loans, refinancing, auto loans, and small business loans. Online at trueservice.net. All right, so for your Razor Hog updates, we know that the Razorbacks again are up 2 nothing and into the top of the fourth as they take on Ole Miss in a doubleheader today. Uh, after that game concludes, the first one that is, you have an hour between the games, and then they will resume the second game right here on 103.7 The Buzz. So be on the lookout for that. But we also know with Razorback spring football going on, got to hear from some of the new players, and in this case, the wide receivers. For Arkansas, Andrew Armstrong, as well as Isaac Tesla. Well, here's what Andrew Armstrong had to say about being at Arkansas. Me personally, I feel like, you know, coming in, I feel like it was going to be challenging. Like my first day of uh, lifts, I was like, uh, I got to do this for a couple, three months. I don't know, but I got used to it. Uh, you know, everybody brought me in, the family, you know, Isaac, uh, the receivers, the coaches, the defense, you know. Snacks. I, w- I was in Dallas. I from me and him from Dallas. So you know, me and him know each other. I've been knowing him for a long time. Um, Jadon Wilson. You know, we went to high school together. So me coming here, I was kind of more. I was more comfortable than I was. You know, if I had to go to another school or anything like that. But I'm, I'm very glad I came here. Here's what Tesla had to say about his time and, and what he's been doing and coming to Arkansas. A lot different than where I was at before. You know, up in Michigan, here down in Fayetteville, it's a little different. But I mean, I feel like. I've had so many people reach out to me and, you know, let me know that they're happy I'm here and they're uh, and even the te- my teammates especially, you know, welcoming me in and the coaches, you know, everyone's just super welcoming. And, I'm, you know, it's challenging, but, you know, we're all working for one goal. We want to go win some games, so that's where we're going to go do. The wide receiver room is quite different now because you had a lot of turnover from last season, but both Andrew Armstrong and Isaac Tesla feel like it's a great group of guys that are ready to go, go to work. With me and Isaac, uh, uh, Tyrone, when he gets back, Jadon, you know, we got Sam. The room, like Isaac said, the room is, is very, it's, it's crazy. You know, there's a lot of guys that can play. Uh, Isaiah, Centennial, I, I didn't even, I just, I just heard he was fast, but I've been seeing routes. I've been seeing routes. I've been like, he crazy. Yeah, he Bryce crazy. Stevens, too. Yeah, Bryce, Bryce going crazy. Some nasty routes. Bryce sure. going crazy. Like, it's just, it's not just height. Everybody's saying on Twitter, oh, they're height, they're tall. They might be the tallest. Nah, y- y'all, y'all, they sleeping on the, they sleeping on the guys inside because 
once they get going, it's, it's, it's going to be scary. Also, a great little quote here from Andrew Armstrong, who had a rolled ankle and uh, was talking about dealing with that injury. I'm doing good. I told myself, it ain't, if it ain't broke, I'm not out. I got up. It's, it's, this ain't the time for me to, you know, be, you know, tw- a rolled ankle, just tape it up and go back out there. I was scared at first when it first happened because, I don't know, it, it hurt. Like, it hurt bad. Like, that was one of my, I don't that was one of my hurtest. That's not even a word, but <laughs> that's how bad it hurt. <laughs> so, man, it was, it was bad, but I got back up, you know, uh, fought through it and just rehab, rehab through the whole uh, spring break, came back. I'm still rehabbing it now. It don't even hurt no more. I'm just making sure, you know, everything is everything. Also, with uh, some additional Razorback basketball news, uh, there's another hosting of a transfer portal player. This is uh, according to, uh, I guess, Twitter, uh, social media, that Jaden Taylor, who is from Butler, and uh, he's the guy that had been rumored of having interest in Arkansas, well, now having an official visit is uh, putting that really into perspective. As he is 6'4", he's a guard, he averaged 13 points a game, 4 rebounds a game, uh, 1.3 assists a game, 1.3 steals a game. Shoots 40% from the or 41% from the field, 33% from three, and 77% from the free throw line. Uh, but uh, you know, Musk loves having those good sized guards, and you know, looking at his offensive game, it seems to be there. But being six foot four and uh, having some experience as a sophomore transfer is something that could really help out the Razorbacks. But he's going to be visiting this weekend as well. And also, this was brutal. That Razorback softball game last night against Georgia. Like, the Razorback softball team's really good. Like they, they're really good, and they uh, are trying to contend and get to the World Series this year. But uh, yesterday, they uh, took on the number eight Georgia Bulldogs in Bogle, and which was a, another great team, another top ten team. And Arkansas had the lead pretty much the entire time, but they're in the top of the seventh. With two outs, two strikes, you have Georgia hit a three-run home run to take the lead, and they don't look back and end up winning it. So just a brutal, brutal way to lose uh, your opening game against a good, hot Georgia team. But that's the thing about those series. you got to play three of them. And uh, so they're going to look to try to bounce back and take care of business against the Bulldogs. So there you have it. There's your Razor Hog update presented by True Service. Coming up next after the top of the hour update, Aaron Torres is going to join us. We'll talk to him about the craziness going on with college basketball and the portal and all that fun stuff as uh, it's ever ongoing. But we'll get his takes also on everything else in the sports world too and keep it moving on an easy Friday show here on Out of Bounds. So stay with us. What's up, everyone? It's Christian Weaver from The Zone. Monday, we'll be recapping the Masters as well as the Arkansas Baseball Series versus Ole Miss. Weaver Carpenter will join us thanks to Johnson's Home Center in Benton to help us break that down. The NBA play-in will be set. Who will be taking part in that? We'll also have game balls and jock straps thanks to a Caddy's Touch landscape. <clears throat> and in the final hour, we'll have entertainment and birthdays. It's all that and much more Monday in The Zone where sports and entertainment come crashing together. 